0: Welcome to the happiness drive success podcast brought to you by motivate coaching the multidiscipline practice for extraordinary people here we discuss finding your happiness and how you can use it to drive your success please welcome your host co-founder CEO and master of discovering happiness Stuart Isham Fairbairns hello beautiful wonderful happy smiley sunshiny people how are you today my friends. It's another beautiful day here. I hope it is with you, too. been having a lovely morning this morning out walking with Harlow. And just as I was walking, a kind of a thought came to me that I just wanted to share with you all. I want to talk about foundations of happiness. I can tell you're sitting on the edge of your seat, excited about what's coming next. (laughs) Foundations of happiness, much like the foundations of a house, the baselines that we have that inform what then makes us happy. Confused? Perfect. When you build a house, you build the foundation first, don't you? If you imagine you're building your happiness in a similar kind of way, we have a baseline for happiness, which is informed by many things. And as we get older, it evolves. But let's say it could be environmental circumstance as one factor. So if you're brought up in the royal family, for example, whilst you don't have to worry about money, everything's taken care of, your education, all that jazz, there's also a very heavy burden on you of knowing that you have a huge responsibility to uphold the royal life. Now, let's say you're brought up in poverty, in which case you might have had a tough upbringing. You could have had uh, been informed by an addicted parent, so they could have had some substance abuse that would have affected their ability to parent, or you could have been brought up in a middle-class family where you had everything you could really ask for. You had siblings and everything was wonderful. Or you could be a millionaire's child and you had a Ferrari at the age of 16. Whichever way around it is, ultimately our environment through our upbringing does largely inform a lot of the psychology, the emotional and the physical establishment of our baselines of happiness, our life experience, so almost our barometer, if you will, On one end is unhappiness, on the other end is happiness. And that scale is something we slide up and down, isn't it? We're not happy all the time. And sometimes we slide down towards unhappiness. Life has sad things that happen, and it's important that we feel them and go through them. These constructs that we build, and we do build them, although we don't realise we are doing it, we put it all together, much like our values and beliefs, which is a very important part of this foundation as well. What's expected behaviour, it's... You know, we all know that we need to work and make money and pay bills and so forth. We have these standard kind of, well, what we would call standard, but then our, our variation of standard is, uh, is determined by our experience. So a standardization for someone who was, had a Ferrari at 16 versus someone who lives in informal settlement. Is going to have a very different barometer for financial reality and but even life expectation. And let's face it, a lot of our world is run by finances, and the more you have of it, the perceived experience is better. In my experience, from knowing a lot of people who are uh, at the in within that world, it's not necessarily the case. Working on our own psychology, and as Sean Stevenson would say, is finding your purpose and your why and being very clear on it, and going into the unstoppable formula, which I'm busy sharing with you all currently on the Facebook page. Again, that's, it's called Join Your Happy Place on Facebook. So our baselines for happiness, our foundations, let's say we establish that. Now, it, as, we, as I previously mentioned, it's not a static thing. It does increase and it decreases. Sometimes we're very happy, sometimes we're very sad. So it fluctuates. And that is part and parcel of being a human being. It's the human condition. That fluctuation is always going to be there that's fine and that's absolutely fine what is within your control is two things firstly where that baseline sits and secondly how large or small that fluctuation can be this th- thermometer for example and you've got temperatures and let's say you've got 58 68 and 78 and if 68 is your kind of your middle mean temperature it's like your usual place that you are so in the world of finances let's say that that's you've got a thousand pounds thousand dollars in your bank account at any one time and you go up from that and you go to you get paid let's say for example sometimes you go below it but the number that you kind of fluctuate around is always that thousand it's that it's that that's your spot now that spot that median is different for everybody only you will be able to know yours, and the way that you can know yours is to track your finances. Similarly to happiness, but we'll get to that in a second. The trick is to track your finances, and ultimately what you can do is through that, you can see where the wastage is in your expenditure, where the opportunities lie in your income, whether existing or to be established. And then from there, you can actually look at creating your purpose, your why, your vision. Why do you want to have this money? And if you know, it could be as simple as financial security. It could be that you want to leave your current job. It could be that you want to buy that house, you know, whatever it is for you is that you put that goal in place because when you're feeling down, especially when the barometer goes down to 58 or um, heaven forbid, it goes down to 48 or 38. You can bring yourself back up again, because you just look at why am I doing this and you feel energized and that gets you jumping out of bed. It's important to keep motivated. So that why is really important. So back to in the context of happiness. Similarly, This exact model works with my analogy of the house and the foundation. I think what we believe, and this is why I use this, this analogy is I think what we believe once it's built and we've put the walls up and the pretty windows are in and lovely roof with skylights and all that jazz. And we've got very comfortable sitting inside. You can't change the foundation of that house it's built. So that means that you're limited. And in that limitation, you're then stuck within a box that you can't change. Now, the wonderful news is that in the realm of happiness, this is not the case. That house that you built, that foundation, you absolutely can change its shape. You can grow it, you can make it thicker, deeper. When you're building a house, in order to design the foundation, you need to know what the end result looks like, what the house looks like, and what weight it's going to be, what its distribution is going to be, the size of it, the rooms, where you're going to put your load-bearing walls, How heavy is the roof going to be all those plans so you need to plan ahead that's why there are plans for houses to build that foundation now with your happiness there wasn't a whole lot of planning going on beyond you need to have that baseline and natural human instinct and drives as well as the environments and people around you helping establish that foundation now when you get older you might find that you actually find it really hard to be happy you might find it quite difficult to lift yourself up now I can guarantee you well I say guarantee I would be amazed if this doesn't apply to everybody some situations are harder some situations are easier but is that there is ways to get past something that is holding you back which will most likely be a value or a limiting belief and getting past that will allow you to grow that foundation now when we do we can raise that bar bar. So let's say now in the finance uh, example, you've got thousand pounds, dollars, rupees, rand, whatever it may be. You can raise that baseline up by tracking your finances, having a goal, looking at your income opportunities, looking at where you're spending money and taking more control over what's happening in your financial world. And you can then increase that baseline from a thousand dollars, pounds, rupees, rand, to 2,000. Because what happens by doing that is you change your psychology. You rewire the neurons in your brain to know that that's where your baseline is. But you have to do the work. These things don't just, you can't just say to yourself, right, this week I'm earning, or this month I'm earning this much, next month I'm gonna earn $100,000. And you're moving from $2,000. It's highly unlikely to happen. You're setting yourself up for a fall. And then what happens when you get that disappointment is you just drop right down to 38 degrees and you feel low and lost and you give up. And that's a very dangerous place to be. So we have to realistically manage expectations with our goal setting. So if you are right now currently earning thousand dollars or you're, and you want to take it up to 2000, track the finances. And then look at what your expenditure is, look at your income opportunities, and how can you bring it up to 2000 to make that the baseline? And it absolutely is entirely possible. And right now you might be thinking, I don't know. I've tried everything. I guarantee you, you have not tried everything because no matter where you live in the world with access to the world and communication today, there is always a way. Now I'm using, I'm flipping back and forth between. The financial example and the happiness example because i think the financial one because it's such a prevalent thing in this world today speaks directly to people and we can really feel it and whatever you're feeling as i talk about this whether it's excitement or it's frustration or it's whatever it may be think about where you're feeling that within yourself is it in your heart is it in your stomach is it in your mind wherever it may be and then take that feeling and take it back to the thought that's informing that feeling. Because what is it that's making you so angry? I haven't angered you. I've said nothing to upset you. I've said nothing to excite you either. If you are excited, that's great. (laughs) But equally, it's just have a look at what are the thoughts associated. Because there is a limiting belief in there. There's something that's been established within you, be it new, be it over time, most likely gradually over time, that is limiting you and stopping you from believing that you could have $2,000 as your baseline instead of $1,000. How do we increase the happiness baseline? There's the question. Well, certainly the financial one will help, wouldn't it? But having more money does not necessarily mean success. It's a plaster on a broken leg. That ain't going to work. Temporarily, it might soothe it, but it's not going to fix it for a long time. So same with money. So it's still a matter of discovering more About yourself and what it is you want out of life, in order to achieve and feel that true satisfaction, that true happiness, no matter when, and you can tap into it. Because just being able to, you know, buy yourself an ice cream or a Ferrari or a trip around the world whenever you want, at some point, whilst that could be very exciting for a year, five years, ten years, twenty years, forty years, at some point the shine's going to rub off of it, and you're going to get back to place of I'm still not satisfied. I've had great times, great experiences, great moments, but I'm still not satisfied. So happiness trumps finances. However, finances obviously helps in the meantime because we need to feel stable. And we want to be building all of these things simultaneously. But the best way for you to increase your finances, the best way for you to increase your life experience, the best way for you to increase your relationships around you is to focus on your happiness and it's yours as i always talk about happiness is subjective so how do you increase your happiness well the unstoppable formula is a pretty cool place to start and i think finding your purpose in life your why and a really good way to do that is just think about if you were living under a bridge (laughs) if you'd lost absolutely everything everything in your life what would you still do what contribution would you still make to the world to people your initial thought might be well i wouldn't make any because i'd be protecting myself or trying to find a job or something like that but they're all tangible external things what internally what internal drive would you still feel pushing you forwards what need would you need to fulfill because we all have it strip everything away if you were to imagine you lost everything what one thing would you still be driven to do in your heart in your stomach your soul, what would still be pushing you forwards? So that's very interesting. With all of these things, we can increase that baseline. Now, questions like the practicalities behind how do I increase that baseline when it comes to happiness? It is a matter of doing what I've talked about in my podcast, such as daily practices. So I've had a, this amazing client, um, a beautiful, lovely man who just got a, a heart of gold He's just full of sunshine, and he's the kind of person that when you meet, he's just so happy, (laughs) big smile. You know, everyone wants to be around him. He's a really great guy. Yet he's in my office discussing his life. What has become very apparent is that this persona that is seen by everyone around him is often put on. And it's very interesting dynamic and interesting psychology, because I, I think most of us do this. We put on a, a mask, if you will, we put on a facade to society of what we believe is the right way to behave, what people expect from us, and what we expect from ourselves. And again, this goes back to this, our own manuals. Um, and what was happening here um, was that he'd been brought up, you know, every morning he'd wake up and he'd feel excited, he loved life, you know, he was a funny guy, people loved that about him. But as he got older, he got more and more disheartened. And it felt like, hold on a minute, I'm just getting older here. Life is ticking away, and I'm feeling less of what I used to feel. I used to feel so excited and so happy all the time. What's happening here, and we you know, chatting with him at great lengths, is that that baseline needs to evolve and change that he had created. But through his experience in life, and through his day-to-day work, relationships, hardships. I mean, let's face it, life's hard. We all know this. There's big expectations from all of us, but it is seriously our choice as to what we focus on. So we sat down together and chatting, and this was after a number of sessions. What would you like to discuss today? What would you like to explore? Points up at the wall where I've got written motivate coaching strapline, your happiness drives your success. And he's pointing directly at the happiness word. He's like, I want happiness and a big smile on his face and laughs and looks at me and is like, okay. And we both have a good chuckle. What we were laughing at is that we both understand that happiness is not a switch that you just flick on. And he of all people totally got that because throughout his life had been such a happy person. And yet he found himself knowing that his normal baseline is 68 degrees. Again, we're on the barometer here. But for some reason, he seems to be consistently living at 48 and just can't seem to get there and what that's done is it started this entire psychology of thinking well actually was i never at 68 was i always at 48 and was, was i ever been lying to myself in fact is the world full of shadows that are just not real and not being able to focus on being happy and it's a very interesting psychology and what we ended up discussing and getting through was that if we don't look after ourselves If we don't spend the time doing the small actions and practices on a daily basis that give us happiness, that fill us up, and there are proven practices that are universal, it's not that you try meditation and at the end of the meditation you get a taste of what it's like being a person who practices meditation every day for a year. You're going to feel calmer, you're going to feel more centered if you commit yourself to it, but you're not going to feel enlightened The reality behind the human condition is that we need to be able to practice these things on a daily basis and consistently and and using these daily practices as tools to help you gain greater clarity, more peace and calm in your life, more perspective on yourself and how you behave and what you do, what your habits are through journaling, through any of these explorations. You're going to have more clarity to be able to ask yourself about what your why is, what your purpose is. And if you make it a mission to really try and focus on that and work out what that is, and you give yourself the time, the space, and have the patience, the kindness, and the compassion towards yourself to go through that process, you are going to change your baseline for happiness. You are going to increase it. You're going to find yourself going from the representative of $1,000 to $2,000 from feeling happy five days out of the month to feeling happy every day for majority of the day. It's entirely possible. And remember, the definition of happiness from Sean Aker is the joy that we feel in pursuit of our purpose. The definition from me is is the appreciation of who we are in the world as it is right now. If you can spend time, commit to doing some daily practices. Commit to yourself. You want a happier life. You surround yourself with empowering environments and people Everything else that you desire, all of these external features that you want, finances, freedom, all of these things that you're looking for, they will come, they will come. But it takes you being a bit stringent with yourself, being a bit strict with yourself and making it happen. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have a good think about that and have a fantastic top banana day. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to go to the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash join your happy place. Join your happy place. So come and find us there. We're all chatting away, sharing lots of wonderful stuff. Uh, You can find links on the motivate website, which is motivate-coaching.com. This podcast is on Spotify, Stitcher and iTunes, wherever you're listening from. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to review the podcast. Every review makes a big difference for us. It all helps. You are wonderful. Have an amazing day thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in learning more, go to the motivate website at www.motivate-coaching.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Stuart directly, you can get him at Stuart spelled S-T-U-A-R-T at motivate-coaching.com. Thanks so much for joining us. And remember, your happiness drives your success. See you next time, folks.